Hello, welcome to the Greenhouse Live after what was a, another terrific win here at Canberra Stadium against the Broncos. 26-22, back to the old Raiders scoreline. <laughs> um, Matt, welcome. It was another good win, wasn't it? Look, it's... Um I felt much more confident at halftime than I did right in those last 10 minutes. But, you know, we got over the line and uh, we take another win and I don't care how many points we win by as long as we win. You know, five and one, it's been a very long time since we've yeah, been, been in that position. So, yeah, it was good. It was we, we fought back when we was looking tough there in the middle of that second half and um, got straight back on the front foot and never looked back. And, Matt, we've got a very special guest today. We've got some, a star from the Raiders' fourth best podcast. And oh. uh, um, oh. Mike from the uh, Green Machine podcast, welcome. You've made the trip down to Canberra. I have. I prefer to say longer, <laughs> longest running podcast. Longest running podcast. Yes. Um, most, most, most explicit podcast. Anyway, I think we can all agree that's on that. Certainly. I'll have to behave tonight. But um, cracking game. Uh, very close. Very tight at the end. Uh, but... What do you do? Look, another win. Can't ask for much better of a start to the season than that. Yeah. So look, um, five and one. It's it's a it's a wonderful start. It's it's not what we expected really. Um, probably going in. Um, it, it is only early days, of course, but it is a, a wonderful wonderful win. Hello. Yeah, it is a wonderful win. We've got a lot of people here. Oh, here we go. We've got Broncos fans. Well, he's already brought the, brought the tone down, hasn't lucky, he? After lucky win, you know. Yeah. At the start, you've done well, but. Yeah, okay. again, you know, All right, thanks, Lucky Matt. to still be in it, boys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Can I can I say like when your comeback is ah, then you know you haven't well, got much to well, say. Mike, so you do this on the in from the convenience of your garage on a Tuesday night. We do this here, and like most fans that come on here, don't light a match because <laughs> they were um, they were uh, rather petrolled up. I thought. Um, <laughs> I think I feel drunk just from the yeah, fumes then. Um, yep. <laughs> um, no, look, really, really good win. Um, it was a game, Matt, we were talking about this, that where we, we felt that probably for most of the game we felt in control, but yep. it always felt like they were close enough. And I have to say, I said this last week right when we were talking about it, is I was, I was quite nervous about the game because I knew the Broncos would come really desperate. They're, they're one and four going into this, really desperate to try and get their season back on track and right from the start it looked to me like they were they were here to play and, and defensively pretty strong. So to be able to breach that was a massive massive um, thing to do and, and, and to get under pressure and to get behind 16-14 and then score two tries, we'll talk about those including including a, a header try um, was, was a really really good effort I thought but, but I just thought we controlled most of the game. Yeah, look, um, like I was saying, I, I felt much more comfortable in that first half, and I know yep. it seemed to be four all there for quite yep. a long period of time, but we got a couple of tries late in the first half, and I was feeling very confident going into halftime. I thought the defence looked really solid. Um, to be honest, I wasn't that worried about what they were throwing at us in the first half. Um, I think they defended much better through the middle than I was expecting them yep. to, um, and by the looks of it, I think that Payne Haas, young Payne Haas, played all 80 minutes, which is a pretty massive yeah, effort for a 19-year-old. He's going to be a very, very good player. Well, at, what is he, 6'4", 6'5", yeah. and 120 kilo. That's that's a pretty massive effort to go all 80 minutes. Um, but in the second half, we looked tired. And I know we were talking about that before. We, we looked tired, and it's the first time all year I think I've said that we've looked tired. Yeah. Um, but we managed to hang on late, and, and it does make our 3-2-1 very difficult this week. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. But, yeah, look, we probably did look a bit um, off at times in the second half. But I think we'd run ourselves ragged a bit, too. We'd worked extremely hard. The the attitude was there. I mean, that's... that's and Mike, you, you've obviously um, probably haven't been to the games. You haven't been on our show this year. But And that's what we've been talking about, just the difference in the attitude in defence more than anything. And that was still there. And I think, you know, that was shown by... No one showed that more than um, Chance tonight. Like, he got, he got that... Milford knee in the in the uh, head in the knee, um, and then he got a, a, a whack in the ribs just after half time, and he looked like he was really struggling. But he just he just would not quit, would he? Like it just his effort was just amazing. Absolutely, talk about a bloke soldiering on. Yeah. Like I thought he was gone, and I must yeah. admit, we were kind of chatting, saying get him off the field. Like yeah. we don't want we don't want to risk a guy who's been so good injuring yeah. himself further. Yeah, and. For him to then go on and not only play out the half, but play on the second half and not miss a beat. Like, impressive attitude. What great heart and spirit. Yeah, we've got some Amazing. younger fans that want to come on. Yeah, Hello. What's your name? 
This is Poppy. Say hello, Poppy. Look, camera. Poppy. Oh. Hey, don't get shy now, get Poppy. <laughs> She's really wanting to meet Victoria the Viking. Victoria the Viking. Well, Tony often comes out here. I'm not too sure who is actually Victoria the Viking, but um, you'll have to go and uh, meet Victor. And how are you? You look like you were happy to say something. He wants to show his budgies. Come on, show your budgies. No, Daddy can. Fair enough. So I think you've gone a bit camera shy there, Poppy. You're going to say hello to everyone on Greenhouse Live. Say hello. Do you love the Raiders? You can do a dance. Do you love the Raiders? You do love the Raiders. She does love the Raiders. You love the Raiders. She's saying Raiders. The Broncos. No, we have the Broncos. We've got these security. No, we got some things. So do not get. Do not get. We taken out by the Broncos fans there, Poppy. Don't do not do that. So we are Queenslanders. You are Queenslanders. Queenslander. Well, that's good. Oh, oh, awesome. From Sunshine Coast. Oh, very good. Very so good. Stick it to the Broncos. So. <laughs> and this is the first time you've been to Canberra Stadium? Yes, first time to the Canberra Stadium. Oh, very good. Loving very it. Good. So, love the Viking Club, didn't we? Yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and who was your best today? Uh, look, I thought um, Jared Croker was pretty pretty unreal. You know, he's standard. Um, I thought the fullback, Nickel Clockstead, you know, unreal again. His carries, his catches. You know, his comebacks after that injury as well. So, you know, the, the whole whole team played a pretty solid performance. So, and what did you think, buddy? Who was your best? I thought Jared. Jared, there you go. Like father, like son. That's right. Love Jared, don't you? There you go. Yeah. Very good. Well, let's hope we can keep it going. It's been been a terrific start, and we need to need to keep going. Well, thanks right. very much, guys, for coming along. We'll keep and watching you from Queensland. They're very good. Well, we seem to get a lot of people watching us in Queensland. So. Um, that's great. So we'll have to see you up there. Are you going to be up at the um, Magic Round in a few weeks? Yeah, yeah, we'll try and get down there. Yeah. They're playing the Roosters, aren't they? Or? Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure if I can get there, but, we're, but Steve will certainly <laughs> well, be up there. So. Have to hold the mic for you. There you go. You might have to. Very right, good. I'm hoping to get it. Thanks, guys. Thank you for coming on. Very good. Terrific to see. What is it about Queenslanders like to come on Greenhouse Live? We can't get any locals on there. No, we don't have Broncos fans on there. Well... But, but but the Queensland Raiders fans, you know, they, they like it. I don't know, but they like coming to meet us here. They do. It's not even just going up to Suncorp or whatever. They come and meet us here, which is Maybe Steve attracts them. He's just got that Queensland vibe there just happening. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, look, that chance was we were talking about. But just early on, I thought we were... It was You were right. We scored that try early on. Country got that try, which was just a, a wonderful offload from Croker. Yeah. But then it sort of got into the grind and they scored and, and we were there or thereabouts. But then we sort of broke it open just before half-time. And those two tries from Leilua were just amazing, I thought. Yeah, look, um, I, I thought we'd bombed it a bit, actually, yeah. the first time. Uh, you know, we had to get it right much faster than it happened. But once Joey got the ball, he was, you know, no one was going to stop him. Um, but the best part about that is that... Um, Nickel Clockstad had been had flattened Boyd on the left-hand yeah. side of the field one play earlier, only for Joey to steamroll in the score, which yeah. I thought was brilliant. I like watching Darius bat on the back, lying up from the flat of his back. Well, the way we come across, and I know the second try of those two, like, that kick was really hard to take. Um, Havili took the ball, really yeah. looked like he, no one was going to take it. I thought, oh, here we go, we're going to give a drop out. Just run at 100 miles an hour, and we've just set it up from there. And um, Bateman's come across and you know scored the try, just just fantastic. And at that point, we looked pretty good. I thought at half time I was pretty confident. Um, we then we then lost our way a little bit in the second half, but but I think really from there, good play more so than our bad play. I thought we were a bit unlucky that that second try. Um, Bateman tried to strip it, and that sort of got us out of position. Whiten came across, made the, made what was a really good tackle, but from the other side of the field. And we just didn't shift quick enough. And, um, you know, I think Kotrick sort of think, thought, well, I've we got one chance here. I've got, to, yeah, yeah. I've got to make a tackle. That's the only chance I've got. Well, Missed him, it. Him and Croker on yeah. about six players. It was, yeah, it was six know. on two. And I think I think Craig, um, Kotrick probably made the right decision to have a crack. Um, missed it. And, and they scored. And, and they got those two tries. And, and at 16-14, I thought we were in a bit of trouble. But, you know, we've, there's been a lot of criticism at time of Jacko's kicking. But... That kick for 40-20 was just um, super, wasn't it? Yeah, look, it was one of those ones where um, Asako, I, I, I can't believe Asako didn't grab it, honestly. I mean, it would seem to go straight over his shoulder and he just let it run. And, and um, it, was a, it was a game-changing play. Um, and then for a guy that we've been bagging for his kicking, by the bomb stuff, you know, he's kicking in the last few weeks. Very, very nice to see see one like that. And Mike, I know you've always sort of had some <laughs> had some up and down thoughts about Jack. I was going to no, get to that. No, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm the number one fan of Jack. I'm the one that's uh, always you know praising him. And look, I think there's been some rocks and diamonds yep. in the 
in the in his play at five yeah. eight, but he's a bloke who was wholeheartedly yeah. taken on this position. Yeah. Like he's a bloke who hasn't like you know every expert coming into the season were like, oh, Jack might be all right if he lets the half do the kicking, if he lets someone else play the organising game. Yet he has come up ready to put on plays, ready to take kicks, ready to ready to you know take the responsibility and yes it's gone wrong a couple of times but I'd rather he be doing that and be becoming a better 5-8 now than you know having to try and save something for later in the season when you know this is where to practice and where to really own that role. Oh and look him him defensively makes such a big difference. Hey Jason um him him being um is our Games record holder and, and try record holder. We better better get him on soon because it yeah. won't it won't last forever. I'm afraid that he's going to get that pass yeah. by another croak. Um, but um, yeah, I, look, I just think he's def- he defensively has been so strong as well, and it just it just changes the whole game. And, and interesting, actually, my dad was here today, and, and he he doesn't know anything about rugby league, but but and he wouldn't know any of the players. But but he said sort of probably about 20 minutes in, who's that number six? He's going to be the one, and and he seems to be the one that looks dangerous all the time. And and I just thought he looked really really good in attack today, threatened to to um, brush the line every single time, strong in defence, and I think that's made a massive massive. Um, change to our whole game and he's he's getting better all the time you talk about the rocks and diamonds I think he could play 5-8 for the next 10 years and he'll have rocks and diamonds yep. still he, he, he will be that sort of player he will make the mistake he will drop the ball when you don't want him to he'll probably kick it out in the fall when you don't want him to I don't think he'll ever go away from that because I think he's that sort of player he's been well, in the NRL for a long time now if you look at any of like the stats on yeah. who's making mistakes, the halves are always right up there at the top of the list yeah. because they're the ones that are trying stuff. They're the ones that the ownership comes on yeah. to do it, and he's there to take it. Like I agree, he's the one that looks dangerous in our side. Every yeah. time he runs the ball, he's bringing in defenders. So if he's going to pass or if he's going to run, he's the one defensive lines are going to be looking at. And he's the one doing so much damage. Yep. I'm a massive fan. I, yep. Look, I, I labelled him as the god of footy yeah. with good reason. Like yep. That was back at fullback, and yep. I... I I think the sky's the limit for him. Oh, just, just his strength. And as I say, he brings in... He brings in... Um, that Croker and, and Kotrick so much, and, and, and John Bateman is just such a good player um, in the back row as well, that we've got, we've got that there, we've got that strength, we, we've, got that, we've got that resilience now that we just didn't look like we had. I know he's conceded four tries today, which is a lot more than I think we'd only conceded 44 points up until this week, we've conceded 22 today. But, but again, our defence looked pretty strong. I know they got a couple of soft ones, but our defence still looked, I thought, really strong. And... That's going to hold us in good stead, and I think the attitude's there. And, and I mean, another one I want to talk about that I think the forwards are really starting the games well. You know, ever, ever, they, maybe they listened to the Greenhouse live after we had a bit of a crack after that um, storm, storm game, game where yeah. I thought we were really muscled out. And, and, yeah. and let's be honest, we've got to play some perhaps a bit bigger, better um, sides before we really get a, a, a um, lead on that. I mean, I, I think I'd love to have a few of those young forwards for the Broncos, but they've got a little way to go. Um, but I just think that we've seen that Sutton has stepped up so much. Just had a great game again tonight. And that just allows, as I said last week, just allows Papali to have that little bit of space. It does. Which, which just makes him a different player. Yeah, look, I mean, we've, we've mentioned Sutton, uh, I think, three or four weeks running yeah. now. Um, since moving to Locke and starting at Locke, he's been awesome for us. Um, we've been very lucky that he's made the step up at the same time yeah. as Tarpanay's managed to come down with a couple of injuries because obviously Tarpany's massive shoes to fill and Sutton's really really taking that yeah. on and taking it by the scruff of the neck and going with it um, but like I've said a few times also I'm actually really liking what our forwards off the bench are bringing yeah. you know I mean Collins didn't play big minutes tonight yeah, he was good though but, wasn't he? But, but he was involved yeah. and you've got to have that you've got um, Hudson Young who's yep. now up to a while I think game 4 or 5 game 4 short, 4 from 4 he yeah, is yeah. yeah in his short career and when he comes on he's involved yeah. and he doesn't look like he's overawed and he gets stuck in um, we talked about Horsburgh getting a good start to the year I think he's a little bit fiery and I'm sure we'll talk about him later because of his Mountie's effort but we've got guys coming off the bench and Havili of course we've, yep. we've mentioned his, his energy off the bench and obviously Soriola comes on and changes yeah. the game for us so what, what sort of impact we're getting off the bench even in limited minutes from young forwards is, is the stuff you can't you can't ignore what's going on. You can't sort of forget about it and pretend that the starting 13 yeah. did all the work because while those guys aren't playing huge minutes, the, the minutes that they play 
are all very good and very involved, and that's very important. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and and I think I think that's exactly right. I think our rotations are, are right now. We've got we've got that um, we get that impetus. I think we mm. you know we, we feel as though at the end of that first twenty minutes we're only going to get stronger. And 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 I think there'll be a lot of games actually played a little bit like today where it might be a bit of a grind early. And I'm happy for that to be in the first twenty because what I see happening is we start to break them just before half time. And we've seen that in a few games now where we've we've perhaps been close to level at sort of 20 minutes but then and sometimes those have even been nil-nil like last week but yeah there he is yeah yeah so he's in a moon boot there so not too sure what the what the story is there as far as there was some talk about whether he'd need surgery yeah um so yeah that he's a massive loss for us i mean anyone watches this knows what a big fan i am of, of him so um but but you know we've got guys coming through we had a lot of depth in the forwards for mountains we'll talk about that a bit later um which was which was good, but yeah, I just think that we're starting to break them at that time, mm. and and I was a little bit disappointed today because the last few games it's been a bit at half time. When you've got that sort of 10, 12 point lead, I always think at half time that next try is so important because if you get sixteen in front, you're gonna or eighteen in front, you're gonna struggle to get run down, yeah. um, particularly when we're defending like we are. If suddenly you, you can see the first one, it's just game on, isn't it? You know, and all that good work you've done in the first half is is sort of not really counting on the scoreboard. Yeah, that's it. that's exactly what I was thinking. Actually, I was like, when we're up by ten at half time, I was feeling confident, yeah. but I was thinking, it is now desperate for us to get that next try and yeah. pretty much ice the game Yeah, because that's what happens after the game's done like you know if you can push that out to 16 points especially the way we're defending you'd be confident in our side to hold that lead any time but when they scored next I got nervous but I still thought we were playing okay because every try they scored seemed to be on the back of kind of an unusual play you know, and then they scored on the back off that, which is what good teams do. They do score off the back of opportunities, and they did that. But when they got back, and even when they got the lead, I was like, I know we can still come back and win because of the heart that we've been showing, and the not the heart, but just beyond heart, like the will. You know, that will to get up and get over. And as soon as we took back the lead, I was like, here we go, we are looking good again. And, yeah, it was, it was a very impressive effort to... Because we haven't really been there. We haven't yeah. been playing from behind. We've had to hold leads, but we haven't really been playing from behind and had to take back yeah. and win the game. And we sort of touched on it before, but but when we got that first try... Um, no, well, we got behind, we got that try after the 40-20. And then the next try, um, the header from Jack White and the try assist with the head. And um, I must say, when it, when it first went to the video referee, I didn't, I th- didn't think there was any chance of it being a, being a try. But... Um, Ryan Sutton getting the try. It's been it's been a week for the people from the north of England to have controversy with uh, video referees, and wasn't that fantastic the other night to see that the other morning actually with Spurs winning. But but it, but that was good to see um, people from the north of England heartbroken from the video ref. But but um, but but um, even better today too to see see Ryan Sutton where I didn't think I didn't think there was any chance, and no, I watched it go through, and I, I said, hold on, we're a chance here, and. Um, yeah, it's come off his head and gone forward, and uh, and he's grabbed the try, which was great to see. Both Bateman and Sutton getting their first try. They've been close a number of times, but but yeah, that was that was sort of the bounce. The ball seems to be going our way, which you know, maybe maybe in the past it hasn't, and sometimes that's an attitude thing. I want to really take a look and a moment to congrats, congratulate Bateman on that try because he is he is so hard to tackle for a bloke who's not the biggest guy in the world, like. He manages to pull out of tackles and get offloads, and he there is no one more deserving of a try in this side, or a bunch of them, to be honest. The fact that it's taken this long to get it, considering he's been one of our best week to week, I was so happy. When he when he went up and actually got that try, I was like, yes, he's, he's finally broken that duck, and I think we will see plenty more from him. I just think he's too hard to tackle close to the line, yep. and we're going to see more tries like that where he pulls out of a tackle and he's just able to dive through. That was yep. super impressive. Yeah, no, very, very good. So, um, look, very, very, very impressive. Um, and then, you know, typical Raiders thing, we had to let that one in right at the end to have a grandstand Probably. finish. But, um, yeah, look, but we got there, and that's and that's the really, really pleasing thing. So it'd be five and one, and and this was I know they're not right at the top of the moment, but this was probably our our biggest win as far as you know quality of opposition. I think so. Um, yeah, big, big win to get that one, and um, 
and we didn't quite make top. Where I think we we're actually um, we needed two more points to actually get top today, but but we're equal top on points, and and I think that's really what matters at, at this point. If we were talking round twenty five, it might be a bit different, but um, at this point, that's that's exactly where we want to be, and and to be, you know, equal top after the first quarter of the season is a is a really really great base to to set the season up from. Yeah, well, we were talking about this. Uh, last week that we were obviously going to get some tough opposition this week and that yeah. if we could find a way to win, 5-1 and one is a very, very good place to be sort of starting that first quarter of the year from. And, um, you know, it, it, it's the sort of point where you can build from here and, you know, head into origin with a very, yeah. very good for an, uh, very good positive uh, record, points, yeah. points record moving yeah. into the midway point of the year. Um which allows you, as much as you don't want to think about it, but it allows you to have a mistake. It allows you to have a bad month um, before you get back rolling again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's as much as you don't want to think about it, eventually it's going to happen. Eventually we are going to lose again because that's the way football goes. But the fact that we've had six very good weeks yeah. of very good football, very um, important and uh, high intensity, the boys have put lots of uh, onus on winning every game they can. Um, and I think that always puts you in good stead. It gives you... It, by, by pushing yourself early, it gives you the chance to have some flexibility at the back end of the year if, if things do start going pear-shaped. Oh, that's right. I th- you know, let's, let's not get carried away. I think there probably will be a slump at, at some point and, um, you know, we, we'll probably play some better teams than, than what we've played. Obviously, we've played Storm, but, you know, it, it does look at the moment that there's a, the three, well, along with us, you know, I'm sort of putting us there, but, but there does look to be three clear teams that are probably the three challenges and we're probably the next one mm. below that where people would think think where we're at and so you know clearly storm roosters and and um south are, are the three teams that that do look to be um a bit ahead of the pack we're obviously on the same record as them which is great but i think probably most experts would be saying that you know they're the three to beat so um we do have to play some of them and, and see how we go and, and and that'll be that'll be a test and and i think one of the things about this side too is that we have to keep this intensity up because as soon as we drop the intensity a bit, as soon as we drop that attitude and defence, we'll go back to getting beat pretty easily again. So, you know, we, we it'll be whether we can keep this this sort of um, attitude going week in, week out. And that's going to be hard. Absolutely. And, like, uh, speaking... To, I, th- I think the Roosters and Storm are a, are a step ahead of everyone yeah. at the moment. Like... The Bunnies have kind of scraped through a couple of wins, although they beat the Roosters in round one, yep. and that was obviously going to be an impressive win, but they've scraped through since. And I think we're kind of on level, but as you said, yep. a lot of media, they're going to pick those three, and we're kind of the, what are we, the bright point of the season? Yep. The You know, they're kind of almost not taking us seriously. It's yep. almost that we're, we're the surprise packet at this stage of the season. No one's taking us seriously yet, but we are doing everything right. We are. In a way to build forward. Um, I think it's going to be... I think people really are going to sleep on the Broncos. I know they've had such a terrible start and they've got a long way back now. But I think they're a better side and they've already played the hardest opposition. Yeah. They've played the Storm. They've played the Roosters. They've, you know, and got beaten in a couple of, by a couple of sides that they probably shouldn't have. But they've had a tough run to start this year. I wouldn't be going to sleep on the Broncos yet, but... They've got a long way to climb back, but you know what? They do. Screw them. Yeah, let's exactly. go. Always penalty Broncos. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, exactly. And 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 I have to say that you know that I think they'll they'll be okay. I think they'll go okay because I think I think Milford started to show a bit tonight, and, and you know they they've um, certainly got some good young players. So, but this is certainly not the Broncos show. Um, never will be. I can promise you that. Um, but look, yeah, no, look, that's that's where we want to be. Um, five and one. Um, but I do think it, it does seem to be. Whilst I'm saying that if we drop off, we will lose pretty quickly, but the way we're playing does seem to be quite sustainable and, and does seem to put us in a good spot. You look at those top four teams, I think the top four teams have actually only lost one game to anyone else yeah. rather than the top four. So we haven't lost any to, well, to anyone outside that. And um, you've seen... Uh, oh, is that the Broncos going already? Is, you see, uh, we, um, we showed awesome attitude today. Like I was really concerned going into this game that... Yeah. Everyone was picking the Raiders to win. Like everyone, all most of the media. There was a couple of people yeah. saying that the Broncos are going to cause an upset. Like their their record over us. I know we're a different team this year, but their record over us. They've won the last six. There's no way around that, and they seem to be able to pull it out. 
and they almost pulled it out again tonight. But we, I love the fact that we didn't take them lightly. Like we showed the same steel yeah. in defence. I know. I think it was closer because I think they're a better side than some of the sides we've played. I think if we played a Titans tonight, we smash them. If we play a Newcastle tonight, we give we clean them up. But I think the Broncos are a better side. But we showed the same steel in defence that we've showed all year. We just need to keep that up. And if, if we can keep up that attitude, then we'll go a long way. Yeah. And you take anyone lightly, you'll get beaten in this competition. Um, OK, let's get started getting through some comments. Hopefully there's plenty there. Uh, yeah, there are. Um, the first couple are about a couple of white dots on the screen. Yes, they are there. I don't know what they are. Maybe Steve can help us. Um, white dots on the screen? Yeah, yeah, you'll notice there's one right above my head and there's actually oh, one above yours. Oh, they're lights. They're just uh, lights. That's right. Behind us, Sorry, apologies. I'll um, try and get my head in front of it. Yeah, uh, they're, 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 they're lights. The, the lights behind us. All right. Um, Jason Ruffalo says, great game. Was always hoping for a seven-plus win. Anyway, we would have lost those last year. Yeah. I think shedding the big boys for a leaner, more agile forwards, reason we're contesting for the full 80. Loving the impact of Havili off the bench. Solid effort by the whole team. Um, can we look at something? Da- Sorry, just quickly. Can we look at the idea of being on top as a bit of a curse at this time of the season? Like, we are literally two for and against points off the top. And this way we can still go under the radar slightly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, yeah, I think there's some. Look, as much Steve as Steve is trying nice, to clean that camera now, but just as it. much as it'd be nice to say, "Hey, we're on top of the ladder," I, I don't mind that we're not. I, I think especially yeah. we're so close at in an early part. I don't want to be, you know, the April premiers. I'd rather be the September, October premiers. Yeah. And but so I've got no problem with saying, "Hey, look, we're not quite. We're not at the top yet, but we are." fighting with those top teams. That's where I want to be. So. Oh, yeah, look, look I, I, you know, it, it would be nice to pick up the paper tomorrow and and see Raiders on top, and, and that'd be good. But, but you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. There's only a couple of points difference, and, you know, there's a long, long way to go. So I, I'd just rather look at the five and one is, is what I'm interested Absolutely. in. Um, whether we're two points ahead of the storm or two points behind the storm, you know, doesn't really make much difference. And, and hey, if we're talking at the end of the season that we're on the same points as the Roosters in the storm, we're going to be in a pretty good space. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Royden Grimer, the grit and determination and the will to win has been brilliant and the boys are turning up, playing for each other, pleasing to see, looked in control for 50 minutes before a small slide that got, but still got the biscuits in the end. Yeah. Lauren Gill, who's one of your friends, is yep, she not? Yep. Um, says... Jack White and Rocks and Diamonds again. I think that's a bit harsh, actually. No, I, I, think, think, I think that's I think harsh, Loz, actually. Yeah, I think there's a lot more diamonds than rocks at the moment. Um, Sharon Lang says, CNK, what a champion. And, we, of yeah. course, we've talked about that. He was Tough, he was tough as nails. Tough as, just yeah. um, our, our good mate Tarzo's back. Thought our defence was amazing. And Bateman, Joey, basically won us the game. Um, had to hang tough. We would have lost that last year. Yeah. Um, that feels like the tagline, doesn't it? it does, doesn't oh, yeah. the we would have lost that last year feels like the absolute tagline for 2019 oh, at the moment? I, like, think, I hear so many people saying, "Oh, we would have lost that game last year." But justifiably, we won it this year. Yeah, yeah Jared Croker was wasn't bad. He was. Yeah. He was not bad. He at was all. not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was go. good, wasn't he? He's yeah. been good all year. He's, he has been good all year. What do you yeah. think of his defence this year? Like that oh, solid hitting all of a yeah, sudden. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he has been good. Yep, yep. No, I like him. Very good. He's <laughs> very good. Very good. We seem to have people people who come and um, say hello to us seem to love Jared Croker. Well, everyone loves Jared Croker, but but everyone. But I wouldn't have I, I wouldn't have necessarily said he was he was the um, yeah well that's true. Um, I wouldn't have said he was necessarily the best today. But but we'll get to the three two and one. Here's one I, I'm glad has been raised. Stephen Burke, great great game and fought back well. What is your opinion on the Bateman penalty at the end of the game? Should it have been a send off? I'm green eyed and I think it should have been. Seems similar to many calls uh, to the Manly call last night. Are the refs scared to blow a penalty when the game is on the line? Well, they blew the penalty. Uh, the, 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 I presume he's talking about the one that Bateman gave away. Yeah, Bateman grabbed a guy by the collar yeah. and dragged oh, him. Oh, that was that was ten in the bin. Well, not a send off. It's, it's it's ten in the bin. Yeah, no, I said no that doubt for me. I I yeah. was very surprised they didn't give that. Um, yeah, I I, I would have put him in the bin. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. Um, and that would have made that last minute even more scary. I think the Raiders can do no wrong, and he can do whatever he wants, Bateman. <laughs> That's a good answer, too. Um, uh, Lauren's saying H reckons C&K will be at the Roosters next year if he keeps playing like this. I don't know who I H is. But I, think he's, I think he's making a joke there about um, 
you know, Roosters getting all the players. All but all players, but, but yeah. let me tell you, if we could get James Tedesco, I wouldn't be that. <laughs> as much as I like Nickel Coxton, I wouldn't be wouldn't be disappointed about getting Tedesco, who of course has signed for us once in his life already and yeah. hasn't played a game for us. Um, Dean says CNK was awesome. Still don't think we beat the Storm or the Roosters just yet. Joey was awesome. And I think it's worth talking about Joey tonight. He bagged a couple of tries and, oh, I did. and yeah. no one truly got the momentum swinging back our way. And, and I think he's making the right decisions more often. He's still making a couple, but but he's making the right decision more often. So he's, you know, you talk about rocks and diamonds. There's, there's a player who is rocks and diamonds. And, and hey, <laughs> and, um, you know, he is, he is rocks and diamonds. But I think he's again. He's a lot more diamonds than rocks, and he can do some amazing things. He's, he's again showing that he's the one. You know, we talked about that four. When that's four all tight. Hello, how's Hi. it going? Good, great. How are you? Yeah, good. How are you? No, I'm just listening. I just thought it was great. Sorry for that's interrupting. Right. Not a problem. problem. Who do you think was the best player today? I really can't say. They were all good. Very good. And they were all good. Yeah, nice. honestly. And what's your name? Rose. Hey, Rose. So you watch Greenhouse Live? Yep, yep. The point yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch it all the time. Yeah. Well, well, especially when I'm free. Yeah, look, yeah, more, I'm free, look, look yeah. more of a Green Machine podcast fan. <laughs> look like she likes the explicit language. Yeah, I think so. Thanks, Rose. But anyway, Cheers. I just anyway have a good night. Thank uh, you. you know, Thanks, we had a good Thanks, night. Good on the Raiders, and um, we'll win Enjoy. again next week. Let's so hope so. Thanks, right. Rose. Thanks, Rose. There you go. There you go. Hey, hey, Rose between two thorns, Mike. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, sure. Oh, no, we didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, let's go back to Tarzo, shall we? Um, don't forget the Broncos had, a ten, had ten days between the games to our seven. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think that's worthy of note given that we talk up the whole five-day turnaround. I think, yeah. I yeah. think ten days... No, we did have a seven-day turnaround, so yeah, look, you can't complain too yeah, much no. about that. Um, Steve Spencer, get Kotrick fired up with the four English... Uh, sorry, get fired up with the four English and, and we would be unstoppable. Nick has been subdued this year. Well, we've talked about that a little bit. Um, I think what, today was actually one of his better games. I yeah, he, he, much more he hasn't had as good a year as perhaps he had in the previous years. But, but look, he's not far off. And um, I think both him and Rapata are actually about ready to break free in I, one game soon. So I agree with that. Oh, look, I think we're being a bit hard on Nick. Yeah. You've got to remember he's a young, young guy. And, all of, a sudden, 20, yeah. and all of a sudden he's on team sheets. Yeah, you know he's the one they're starting. Yeah. They're, they're knowing to get up on him, and they're yeah. not giving him room. So, you know, I thought he had a really good game today. Actually, but again, we're, we're playing we're playing a bit different. We're actually playing strong up the middle, so mm. we're not just going wide to the winger and hoping that he can run eighty meters like we we had in the past. So that, I, 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 Matt um, Matt and I have said this before. When we as much as as much as it was great when we gave um, Kotrick and Rapana that award. Yes. We're never going to be giving those guys an award if we when we win in a good year. Yes. Right? Exactly. Then we're going to have guys up the middle who are going to be the ones that are going to win it for us. So yep. if if um, yeah, we don't want the wingers to be our best players. So that I'm not worried about them at all. So and how about our back five? Our back five have been so good coming. It's like an extra yeah. set of forwards. Yeah. Yep. Like considering we don't, we've kind of brought back our size a bit this year. Yep. And all of a sudden, you know, BJ, Kotrick, yeah. Rapana, I think Croker to a lesser extent, but that's not his role. You know, no, Croker's he's, not the big centre. So he's, he's not the one that takes the hard runs, no. but the other the other four do, and yeah. and that and that and makes a massive difference, and and allows us to actually get a bit more um, minutes and a bit more quality, I think, out of our forwards yeah. at times because they're not having to rush back. So we, that does frustrate me at times, but you do see that where you see the backs taking the the early hit ups. As I say that. I'm not always pleased about that, but um, it does mean that those guys are not necessarily doing the work at that those early tackles, which does leave them a bit fresher for the for the um, back end of sets and also also as the game goes on. Absolutely, look, there's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, Robert Greer. Oh no, it's gone away. Robert Greer said it was nice to to win one that was ugly. Oh, well, I wouldn't thoughts? have thought it was that ugly. To be honest, I thought it was a pretty good game of football. It's done a little bit. Like a lot of our games have been kind of. At that point, where they could have come and got us this year, and they didn't. Yeah, they you know, don't. which is like as as the tagline, you know, they would have got us last year. They would most have come games, and got most us last games year. are like that. You don't very yeah, rarely right. see any game it in the NRL where one team just you know blasts the opposition for a whole eighty minutes. So mm. you're always going to have a time where the other opposition gets a bit of possession, get you make a couple of mistakes, and they get some good sets on the line. It's about what you can do mm. and what you can stand up to when that's happening. No doubt. Like if, there's always going to be. These, this is the NRL. Most teams are going to be close for a lot of the game. Like, if you can get a nice yep. little barrier and hold on to it, then brilliant. But there's 
a good chance that it's going to be closed at some point in the match, and we've stood up to that every time this year. Very rarely is possession for a whole game like 70-30 sort of thing. You'll, you'll see it, it evens up, and that means that the opposition has a chance. Uh, Clayton Dewey's back. For, uh, last week he mentioned Croker's goal kicking, and again tonight Croker's radar wasn't on. Yeah, um, he's, he's not hitting him well, I have to say. Like he, even the ones he kicked tonight, I still don't think he's hitting him that well. Um, the first one he was a bit unlucky because he, he kicked it from, you know, that's a tough one for the left footer from that spot. Yeah. Um, it only just missed. It just didn't sort of hang on. But, um, yeah, he's missed a couple, and, and he hasn't hit some of the others as good as, as you would like. It, it Look, it has cost us a few points, and, and I would have liked to have had those extra four points in the first half, I tell you. But yep. anyway, that's that I'm, again, I'm, I think that'll come good. Uh, I, I'm Sorry, just on that, I will say, that Asako has the best technique I think I've ever seen of a goal kicker. Like, you know, like even someone like a Thurston had, you know, a strange technique where he sort of kicked around his body. That Osako, if you if you watch like a, it's almost like a golf swing. Just his his sort of, you know, he does that sort of stuff at the start, which is a bit weird. But but his actual kick through the ball is just superb. Yeah, I, it's clean as I just think he's a he's an unbelievable kicker. Um, I'm a yeah. big fan of him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Withers, the right side defence was non-existent in the second half. Broncos were always uh, going to be tough. Jeff, yeah. I think you're being a bit harsh there because, again, you've got to look at times what happens. So so that try where they got, where um, Kotrick came out of the line, and, and maybe sometimes it's a bit different watching it on TV where it's a bit closer, but Whiten had, to, Whiten had to cut across to make a tackle. So as soon as he's out of the line, make, that makes it tough. And then they've got six on two was the numbers on there. So you, Kotrick makes a decision to go at him. I think that's probably the right decision. At that point, you've got to, you've got to back yourself, and that was the only hope we had. Of course, if you miss, it does look pretty pretty silly because there's a lot of space, and they go in pretty easily. But, yeah, I, I, and, I, and I whitened slipped on that first one up, up this end in the first half. So, yeah, I think, I think that's probably a little bit harsh on the defence. We'll on see the if defense. we can snag Ben here. We'll, hey, we'll, Ben. We'll coax him onto the screen. How's it going? Ben Pollock oh, from in, the, the Raiders House. Good's that? Life's good at the top, boys. <laughs> we're not quite at top, no, but, we're, um, close. Oh, we're, but we're very, very up, close, and we're, and we're going very well. So you've obviously been down the sheds. The feeling's probably pretty good down there. Sure is. Um, Ricky said to the guys after the game that he was really happy with the way that they um, got back into that game. Yep. You know, particularly when they went two points behind, they were able to um, show a bit of resilience, yeah. and they went down the other end, scored two tries. Um, off the back of a nice piece of play by Jack with the 40-20. So, and a nice header. Yeah, the header, the <laughs> Cahill special. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it was really good. Look, uh, like I think you're seeing this year, there's a, a different mindset in terms of defence. We've, we've seen that over the first few weeks, yeah, yep. and um, it's been really good. One thing I will say, you may need to tell Cam, that there's not much mm. point asking at the end of a game a bloke from Bradford, you know, how did the, game, how did the ball go off the noggin? Exactly it's right. It's not quite the language he's going to understand. No, no, I just said to Ryan Sutton, you got to, your first meat pie, and he looked at me and he went, <laughs> we actually see that. He said, <laughs> so he was there. So it was good. Anyway, I've got to go. Yeah, right, catch you later, boys. Um, yeah, no, look... Um, uh, it's been, sorry, for people that don't know, that's Ben Pollock, uh, media manager for the, for the Raiders. Um, yeah, look, he's a very... Um, look, I'm sure the feeling is great inside the sheds, and why shouldn't it be at, at five and one? So... Um, uh, and what the thing that we've talked about before, and I'll say this about these English guys, that I think we knew particularly Bateman was going to be a very good player. What I don't think any of us quite knew was just the enthusiasm and the intensity and, and the, just the passion he brings to the club. That's That's been a surprise to me. And I think I did hear on the sports here, Gould said, Phil Gould said, well, these guys aren't going to come halfway around the world and not be passionate about it. Yeah. Um, which is probably a fair call, but but that's not I, you know with all the things I expected, that wasn't what I was thinking of when when we signed those guys. But they've just brought passion personified. He's become the heart and soul of this side in a mm. very very short time. Like when Ricky came out and said, "Look, there's some guys who can't lose." Mm. Like that's his attitude. Yeah. He's not. I. He's not. I'm. I, I'm going to try my best not to lose. He's like, I can't lose. Mm. And that's my attitude. You are not beating me. I'm, I'm going to... And that's, look, his attitude all year and his workload, he is a guy who I'm so keen to watch every week. Yeah, that's the Broncos, Steve, yeah. This is the Broncos bus going by now. That was just some random bus, bus yeah, that Steve yeah. filmed before, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Raiders empty bus. Raiders empty bus, there you go. Um, maybe it was a tram, who knows? It's been that weekend for it. But, um, hey? Could be bad. Well, they, they haven't got too many non-camera players. Surely they don't need to bust that big. But um, 
it's Peter. Peter Taylor, our friend over in Auckland. Um, no, got, New Zealand anyway, I don't think it's quite Auckland. Is he not in Auckland? Yeah. Uh, you guys coming to watch the Raiders Warriors in Auckland? If so, see you in three months. We've got our accommodation booked. Have a few bourbons while we're watching. There you go. I'm um, not sure at the moment, Peter. There's um, a few looking, other things on it, mate. I'm looking for a greenhouse sponsorship to go to <laughs> Auckland. Uh, so I'm a povo boy up on the central coast. I'm looking for some sponsorship. There you go. Uh, yeah. There you go. Oh, well, well, I think you did your dash with that sponsorship that did, time. We won't go into that. Um, sorry, let's keep going. Um, Betty Blades, very nervous end of the game, yep. but hung tough. Previous years... Uh, this is where we've lost it. Well done. Yep. Um, let's, uh, Nathan Mayborn, our forwards are winning. Uh, sorry, are running hard, winning the wrestle, getting really solid contact in defence. All these things are attitude based. Yep. 100%, mate. Totally agree. Um, we've got a few more of the Raiders leaving us, if you can swing around, Steve. Uh, no, yeah, Steve Spencer says no GI at South could drag them down a ladder. While I agree with that, GI's missed a few games already this year, so I think they've been playing mostly without him, so I'm not sure how, how big a deal. It probably ruins their premiership credentials, losing a player like that, but right now I don't think it's they, um, holding, their, holding their team off the line. Look, they, they did um, beat the Rabbits in round one when he was there, and they've kind of scraped through since then, so maybe it does hurt them a little bit. But look, time will tell on that yeah, one. It's not the South Show anyway. Um, Ian, um, the new kid on the block, this is Mike One from uh, Green Machine Podcast. Um, oh, unless, you unless you're talking about the really, really little kids that came on earlier, but I'm assuming we're talking about M1. Um, Russell Gladrish, great first half defensively. Second half, we looked very lethargic. Bateman tried to turn the game. Uh, Whiten did a few good things, and bad penalty Broncos nearly cost us the game. People are being harsh on Whiten, I think. Jeez. Well, they're always harsh on Whiten, yeah, I reckon. True, but, but, um, um, you know what, I know this isn't the explicit podcast, so I'll behave, but everyone who's got a problem with Jack White, that's what I'm going to, like, I'll bleep it out myself, but everyone who's got a problem with Jack White, that's my boy, like, he got a footy, hashtag, get it out there. Just be careful with Steve shaking his head very much. <laughs> <Shocking there. laughs> he did, that was as clean as it was going to get from you. Right, that's all right. Adam Gill, second half we lost punch from CNK. Understandably hey, hey, yeah. why, but he still busted at legend. Uh, was I think rapper is supposed to be rapper <laughs> carrying an injury. Great as usual. Didn't seem himself last year. We would have lost that game. Yeah, that hashtag. That's got to be the hashtag. I don't know. Was, sure. was rapper was rapper carrying injury? Yeah, I think he was. And Djokovic won in straight sets when I went to the Australian Open. But that's probably not what he was talking about. Uh, Shannon Greer. Uh, Sutton's been fantastic. His work goes unnoticed sometimes, but he's filled Tarpany spot nicely. Well, I, we've said that already and totally agree. Yeah, there's a spot for Tarpany when he comes um, back to me too, though. Yeah, well, yeah most definitely. Uh, Gordon Vine, win was ugly, but win sometimes. Uh, well, okay, people are saying ugly. Yeah. I, I don't think it was, but anyway. Uh, Sam, uh, Bateman didn't need to give the penalty away, and Whitehead has done one or two stupid penalties a game oh. that he has to tidy up. Well, no, I think uh, I think that was a smart. I think that was pretty smart from Bateman, to be honest. And I think even if it had given him ten in the bin, it probably was the right decision. They were in. They yes. were in. So yeah, you know, look, give away. Give, at that point, when we were ten points up, they needed to score twice. It was it was worth a risk. No, I think that was. I'm happy with that. And, a, and if I'd be saying the same thing if he had got ten in the bin. There's a couple of moments that you're gonna say, look, that was a bad decision, but that's yeah. over eighty minutes. Yeah. Mike, guys, get over it. Like, oh, Peter Taylor's going to sponsor your champ. Oh, woo. <laughs> Give me a semi, semi, mate. I'll go to Auckland. That sounds great to me. That sounds wonderful. Very lucky yeah. to get but, some of those penalties. Oh, Steve, Steve's complaining oh, about the Broncos with the referees. Yeah, but penalty Broncos. Yeah. Well, look, clearly... Well, it was clearly clearly the, the Bateman one, I think, was was um, really there. And as I say, I think it should have been 10 in the bin. But... but um, look, I think the thing about Bateman and Whitehead, they're going to play, they're actually very attacking as, as uh, back rowers. They're trying to actually steal the ball at pretty much every opportunity as well. So that means they're going to give away a few penalties. So, you know, you know we've got to take the, take the good with the bad. But again, the difference is when we give away a penalty, it doesn't just seem like we're going to automatically fold on the, on the line. So when we do give away a couple of penalties, it, does, it does, doesn't mean that, you know, we're, we're going to go down. So, so that's good. Well, we're, we're up done? to date, yeah. We're up to date. Okay, terrific. So, um, look, that's been that's been great. Um, we move on next week to Manly and at Manly. Now, the last two years we've gone to Manly and we've been absolutely awful in the first half um, and we've been absolutely smashed. Um, two years ago we did actually come back in the second half and went to Golden Point, but, but we've just been 
totally destroyed early on. And, and I must say, the difference going to Manly this time compared to last year when we'd lost those first three, we lost that one at Manly, and I was doing that podcast, uh, the Greenhouse Live, pretty much by myself out the front, which was which was pretty tough to do because at that point it really did think like you know we might even come last, mm. and here we are sort of equal top. So it, it's changed a lot, but it is a it is another big test to to go to Sydney for the first time this year. Uh, against obviously Manly who are pretty good on their home ground too would be smarting after a pretty close loss in the last couple of minutes last night so that will be a tough test and as I've said we need to keep this keep this intensity up and, and this belief up um, we've we've gone away on a plane to to um, Queensland I think really set ourselves for those wins in those away games so far going to Sydney we are going to have to be have to be ready for that again. Look, it was an excellent win tonight, but again, away games, we should be winning games yeah. here, especially against like the Broncos. That was a solid test tonight. Excellent win. Now it's starting to build up some of those yeah. away wins. And that and Manly are a better side. Manly are a better side than they've been made. A lot of people after yeah. the first couple of rounds were saying they're the wooden spooners. But they've lost uh, Tommy Trebojevic and they're still yeah. competing. They were unlucky the other night. They were look you don't, Manly at Brookvale are no joke, no matter what. So we will need to have the right attitude. I think we can win, but... The key is shutting down Cherry Evans. Yeah. Cherry Evans is yeah. the best halfback in the game at the moment, and if you shut him down, you go a very long way to winning that game. Oh, and I think... And I, think, and I don't know that's an easy task. And obviously no, Tom Trevojevic is out, or I think he, I assume he'll be, still be out. But but the other Trevojevic, I think, is the other danger too. He he up the middle gives them a lot of good moves. He's an even better player when his brother's there, but but he sets them up and, and gets some space for Cherry Evans at times. So that's going to be a real test for us, but we'll see how we go. Um, just going through the other results today, Flag, Jersey Flag lost um, this morning. They, um, I think, scored the first two tries, but then got pretty well wiped for the first half after that, and then yeah, came back at the end. Yeah. So they actually lost 40 to 34, which yeah. is a hell of a lot of points in a game that only goes for 70 minutes. Um, Mounties was an interesting one. So Mounties had a bit of a star-studded side. So Aiden Caesar came back to Mounties today, which which was interesting. Um, I think probably still not 100% fit. He wasn't kicking for goal, which I would have thought he was a, clearly the best goal kicker in that team. Um, wasn't necessarily kicking for touch at the penalties and stuff like that, which suggests to me that he's still not quite 100%. Um, he had a pretty good game, with, certainly with his short kicking, but didn't dominate. But I think the, one of the, the big talking point from that will be 20 minutes in, Corey Horsburgh, um, there was a scrum and there was a bit of a stink and um, Corey got pretty frustrated there and it was obvious that the next tackle, someone was going to go, um, he was going to go pretty hard. And it's fair to say he did. He ran at a million miles an hour and I think he was pretty unlucky actually and I think he's been a bit screwed over here in that I don't think he got the Warriors player high but the referee did and he was sent off straight away. So um, you don't often... Is it really, Steve? Well, Steve's just saying it was called a shoulder charge. I'm not too sure about that. I would have said... Well, that's interesting. I would have... Well, that's in, a, in the article. That's So that's an article. That's not the actual judiciary thing, is it? Okay, so it's not the judiciary thing. So we'll see exactly what he's charged with. But to me, he just ran at a million miles an hour. I don't think he got him high. I think he's probably a bit unlucky, but... It was an undisciplined act that could easily be a coat hanger type situation that could get you suspended for six or eight weeks. Yep. Um, I think he's probably got him enough low enough that he probably he may not even get any. But but it was an undisciplined act, and and that's probably I think something that he'll have to learn from. He he, um, he you know he's got a reputation for being a bit of a hot head. We've seen that a little bit in first grade when he's played. That will be something that he'll need to he'll need to get better at. It means also he only got to play 20 minutes in, in when they're trying to get some minutes into him and yeah. let him to get back into the first grade. So that's that's a bit disappointing. But they were actually then 24 uh, so 22 four down and they actually came back and won. I think it was 28 22. So um, that was a terrific effort. There was a couple of injuries too. Luke Bateman looks like he's hurt his knee. Um, he was up at the end, but I, I, the way he got up a couple of times, tried to put weight on it and couldn't move, worried me a bit. I, I, yeah, he'll go for scans. I just hope it's not a, a big knee injury. Um, and um, oh, Murchie, I think, well, Murchie, I think, came off. But I think Murchie and Simmons, so that was the other thing that was really good about that win. Murchie and Simonson came off because I think they were going to do warm-up with the first grade. So... Um, they, that meant they had to rotate a bit in the second half. We still came back. So they stay undefeated, which is good. The other news over the weekend was the under-18s, SG Ball, were in the um, 
semi-final of their competition. I think they were 16 all, maybe after 10 minutes into the second half, and then got absolutely smashed from there. Got beat 46-16. So they're out, um, but um, we move on. So look, I think we've probably covered everything. I think we've been going for uh, oh three two ones, of course. Um, okay, go for it. Oh, mate, I'm finding this really hard, but off the top of my head, I'm going to go with three for Jack, because what a champion, and you heard my opinion on him before, and anyone who has got any problems <laughs> with him. And uh, two, I'm going to go with BJ, and one, I'm going to go with Sutton. I thought he had a cracking game. Um, I think I went uh, Bateman three, uh, C and K two, and I struggled for the one, but I picked Joey because of the tries. Okay, so you're, you're on the no Jack bandwagon as well but no look for me for me for me for me um i've been a bit harsh yeah no just didn't put him in the three two one doesn't mean he's off the way um so for me i'm going to give um one delay lua i just thought those two tries before half time were were absolutely special that he um scored um two to john bateman because i just think he's just been amazing and and i'm going to give three to white and i i to me i this is where I'm surprised. I thought that he was by far the best player on the ground. I just, I, I, I'm surprised it's even close for some people. I, I just thought that he just dominated the game. I think not only that 40-20 that turned the game when we were, when we were needed it, but um, I just think that he's just changed our side. And, and you know, him and him and Bateman have changed the way we're playing. You talk about, you talk about, you know, a different attitude and a different way of playing. They've they've created it. That's that's my opinion anyway. So get on the get on the greenhouse so, live and vote. Yeah, we'd love people um, to go on greenhouse live. You can also do Facebook. it. Facebook, Facebook on. You can look on on Facebook or you can jump on the greenhouse forum to do it. Um, Steve set up threads for those things. Also check us out on SoundCloud because Steve will get it up there. If you, you can also watch replay, obviously on Facebook Live, which is also on the greenhouse page. I'm hoping that's everything, Steve. And YouTube, I think it's YouTube. on YouTube. Sorry, yeah. So there you go. So, yeah. so there's not a place where not, Mike. So Facebook group. Facebook group. So you got to join the greenhouse them. Facebook group. Greenhouse Facebook group. So there you go. So basically, if you turn on the internet, you'll find it. Um, anyway, so. Um, Look, that's it. We'll be at Manly, or I'll be at Manly next week. We'll see if you can come, Matt. But um, up, at, at, up at Manly? Well, there nice. you go. We'd I love look, to have you there. I'm looking at it. Hopefully I can get it. All right, well, we won't discuss travel plans on live. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, until then, go Raiders. And at 5-1, and one, it's very much a go Raiders. Go the Raiders. Thanks for having me, boys. I appreciate it. It's um, love your work, every, watching every week. So And loving the sound. I'm glad you guys got the audio version now. It's awesome. Up the Raiders. Thank you. See you next time.